0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Electric Leftovers, episode 60-something. 61, probably? I think it's 61. We'll say it's 61. Even if it's not, we'll still say it is. We can do that. We are beholden to no one, and I don't want you thinking that they can run your life. How you doing? How you doing this week? Uh, This is the big week. This is the week where I get my back fixed and should experience, according to the doctor, immediate Pain relief. Immediate and effective pain relief. Now, I'll have to be incredibly careful with it for a month and a half. But immediate and effective pain relief is something I can get behind. Like, hardcore get behind. Ten years I've been dealing with this. Not ten, like more like six. But it's been a long time. And I'm very excited for it. And you should be excited for it too. Why? I don't know. Just do it. Over at the website today, or Wednesday when I am recording this, but we'll pretend it's today, which also means I lied to you about the surgery day. It's not tomorrow. It's two days from now, but the day you're hearing this, it'll be tomorrow. Anyway, we've got some new Tactics Ogre. We've got some new Treasure Hunter G, new Legend of Zelda from Jade, new Jade Cocoon 2, brand new Jade Cocoon 2 from Scarlet. Heroes of Might and Magic 3 from our good old buddy Ragnats, and as it is Zelda's birthday, maybe you saw the video, and as Jade has said, I want you guys to do Zelda fan games and ROM hacks. I have picked a Zelda ROM hack to do, and it is for the Link's Awakening game, and it is called The Legend of Zelda New Awakening, and it's pretty dang good. I'm gonna give you a little spoiler on this if you're gonna sit down and watch it. Um, first dungeon, swordless. Yeah. Totally swordless. Uh, totally. But the first dungeon, totally swordless. I won't spoil anymore, because I haven't uploaded any more of the videos. <clears throat> but, uh, just so you know. Yeah? Yeah. Also, over at the forums, we have more stuff happening. Let's go take a look. More soundtracks from Mephisto, Shin Megami Tensei, Un, and Dwa. Uh, I've got some new movies called The Snow Creature from 1954. And I'm currently getting the uh, Bloodlines soundtrack uploaded. So when it's done, it will be scoot it over and we'll work on the next game which will be Chippendale Rescue Rangers and whatever the game is going to be for today which let's find out shall we this week it's chrono cross this week i like this game featuring a storyline developed by the creator of chrono trigger and xenogears chrono cross has been christened the best rpg creation by its development team with multiple scenarios cast along a single story thread and many different endings each replay can result in an entirely new adventure In addition, a brand new battle system makes combat smooth and innovative by introducing an element field system and combo system that gives the player unparalleled flexibility in their fighting options. The elimination of random battles also quickens the pace of the game and places the choice of where to battle in the player's hands. With character designs by a famed Japanese illustrator and music by the original Chrono Trigger composer, Chrono Cross features visuals and sound that bring its magic to life. And I really like this game. Very much so. Uh, the playlist, just so you know, 42 episodes, thus this playlist is the answer to life, the universe, and everything, and is a playthrough of a new game plus. I played through the game a while ago, and that footage sadly no longer exists, but I did a new game plus where I played through everything, kind of went the, made all the opposite suggestions, or opposite choices, that I made from the first playthrough. Plus I got to use the fast forward and keys and all of that, which was kind of nice that they added that into the New Game Plus thing. Um have considered going back and playing it again, and then doing the final playthrough, because if you don't know, you have a couple of different branches throughout the story, usually it's two choices, but right at the beginning they give you three. And I've shown off two of them, one of them in this playthrough, one of them in the original which is gone, and there's one left to do, so maybe might, maybe might thinking about it I don't know but still I really like this game I think it kind of gets a bum rap from a lot of people for not being as good as Chrono Trigger but it's not Chrono Trigger it's a very different game in a very different universe even though it does tie into the Chrono Trigger storyline a bit it you can really tell that there's a lot of Xenogears-esque stuff going on here but it's still a very very good game and very much worth the chance Now with the reviews, I realize we're probably going to get into a situation where we're going to hear a couple of reviews maybe over. Um, I'm not super concerned about that, but, uh, you know, we we like to kind of keep it interesting as best we can, so since we're starting over with the A section and going through our reviews, what I have pulled up today is Act Razor, and I have already found two, just flipping through these really quickly, that we're going to do, so I'm just going to open... This one by Weston Shelton, and this one, because we have to. And we're going to start with this one. ActRaiser could have been great, just like the XFL. A review by Weston Shelton. For years, two questions have constantly been on my mind. Is there a god, and could a 2D platformer strategy game actually work? Imagine my delight when I found out about a game where you could play as a god in an action strategy game. Finally, my problems were solved. But alas, this game's action-strategy combination didn't pan out at all. The action was too simplistic and easy, and calling the strategy portions strategy was a joke, which is why the word strategy will replace with strategery for the rest of this review. The game didn't even tell me the meaning of life or anything. I just wasted my time. I had just played Act Razor. Great concept? Check. Execution? About as there as Zeus is real. So what goes wrong with Act Grazer? Let's start with the action elements of the game. In short, they are poorly done. You simply walk around slashing enemies with your sword with no special attacking moves outside of jumping and ducking. You'll find the lack of moves don't hurt your ability to beat level much in the end though, because this portion of the game is just flat out easy. Their health power-ups abound. You should find one every 30 to 40 seconds. Factor this in with enemies that do very limited damage to you when they hit you, including bosses and foes that for the most part die with one slash. You'll find this portion of the game is child's play. It becomes even more so with Magic. Magic just annihilates everything in its path. With most bosses, the strategy ends up being to just use your spells and win. That's simple. They really should have powered down the spells in the game and strengthened the bosses too. Not only are they weak, but their attack variety is about as large as your heroes. Not big. All of this makes the action elements completely unsatisfying. Just as inadequate is the strategery part of the game. This is because zero strategery is involved. The gist of this portion of the game is to order your villagers who totally worship you to build stuff in a certain direction. You don't control what they build or anything like that. Everything is done automatically. Once their buildings get to monster lairs that are scattered throughout each map section, the villagers will get rid of those lairs on their own, rinse and repeat till all the hideouts are gone. In the meantime, you'll be controlling an angel. With this angel, you'll go around shooting the monsters that come from these lairs in order to protect your villagers from them. So essentially the strategy section of the game is actually one of the worst action games you've ever played in your life. Floating around shooting enemies down just gets plain repetitive, especially as they keep coming and coming you'll keep shooting and shooting. You get so bored you get into this unconscious phase and keep repeating stuff and keep repeating stuff. It's so bad you'll be real anxious to get back to the below average action sections of the game. Pretty much the only thing they did right with ActRaiser is the graphics. Well, they did it half right. The action scenes look really nice, with very detailed character sprites and nice-looking backgrounds and environments. The strategy sections, on the other hand, look pretty poor. Your angel looks nice, but all the enemies you are shooting down look bland, as do all the people on the ground and all the houses they are building. Just overall, everything in the strategy section is completely plain. In the end, ActRaiser is just one of those things where you hear about it, you think it could be a great idea, But when you actually try it, you realize it sucks. Kind of like the movie, You Got Served. Could there one day be a fantastic mix of action and strategy game? Yes. Is ActRaiser a fantastic mix? No. For now, those genres stay separate. And the question to answer is of the meaning of life remains unknown. Reviewers rating 1.5 or bad. Originally posted November 30th, 2006. First of all... If you were listening to uh, the podcast, you would know the meaning of life by now. Second of all, you said every uh, strategy strategy was going to be replaced, uh, except you did it like once. So when I didn't say it, it's because it wasn't written out. He just he did it one time to be funny, and he just let the joke die there. It wasn't even funny to begin with. And anyway. Just like the XFL with no mention of the XFL in the review. Uh, cause is there a god and could a 2D platform or strategy game actually work? Well, here's the thing. You can't really call that a strategy section because it's not, it's a simulation. And it even says so in the game. When you were playing in that section of the game, it says sim up at the top, which is it's a simulation. Okay. So let's let's break this down. Uh, great concept. Execution about as there as Zeus is real. I, I can't help but feel you could find a more ridiculous way to say that. Just saying. What goes wrong? Let's start with the action elements. They're poorly done. I disagree with that. I disagree with his entire review about this. and And I'm going to tell you why. He's complaining about the action sections when it is essentially a Castlevania clone. And I'm sure... Uh, Weston Shelton here is probably something of a Castlevania fan. He probably really liked, um, Symphony of the Night. In fact, let's see. Um, actually, I don't see any Castlevania reviews on here. I am surprised. Oh, here we go. Here we go, though. Final Fantasy VI Advance got five and a half stars. Harvest Moon got five. Lunar Blue got four and a half. Kingdoms of Amalur were rated pretty high. Halo, Shenmue, Knights of the Old Republic, Top Spin, Mass Effect. Those got all good ratings. So, we know where he's sitting. <laughs> um, yeah, the action essentially plays out like a Castlevania stage, but with a little more option for exploration and backtracking. You jump, you swing your sword. You duck, you swing your sword. You stand up straight, you swing your sword. In Castlevania, you can jump and whip, you can stand still and whip, you can duck and whip. Not big deal. Um, lack of moves don't hurt your ability to be level much, because the levels were designed to work with your abilities. How about that? portion of the game is just flat out easy. I don't know anybody who calls the action segments of Actraiser easy. I don't know. I don't know. Health power-ups abound, you should find one every 30-40 seconds. Not quite. Enemies do very little damage when they hit you, including bosses. Not quite. Foes, for the most part, die of one slash. That's mostly true, but it's like one enemy out of the seven different ones you'll run into in a stage. Uh, Magic annihilates everything within its path. This is true, but you really do want to save it for the bosses because the bosses can wreck you pretty easy if you don't pay attention to what you're doing. When I play the game, I don't use magic in the stage at all. I save magic for the bosses. Um, powered down the spells, well, you only get to use each spell. You have a finite cast, number of casts, and you can't really recharge them during the stage. Occasionally, you'll find a spell recharge, but you get like five or six total, which sounds like a lot, but it's really, that is saved for the end of the game more than anything else is what you need those for when you do the boss rush. Also, he mentions nothing about the end of the game. I'm going to guess he didn't finish it, though it's not a super in-depth review anyway. Um, should have powered down the spells and strengthened the bosses. Not only are they weak, but their attack variety is about as large as your heroes. I can think of a couple bosses who have a couple of different attacks. So, you know, also remember, this game came out in 1991, pretty early in the, uh, Super Nintendo, probably the year you were born, Weston Shelton. It might actually be older than you. Just as inadequate as the strategic part of the game, there's the first one zero strategy involved because it's not see he didn't even is the strategic part this is because zero strategy is involved you couldn't even handle it for more than one sentence um just to the order your villagers who totally worship you to build stuff in a certain direction yep because you got to get rid of the monsters it advances the plot and makes life on earth for people better and I really have problems with people calling this a strategy section because it's not. It's a simulation section. There's no, I mean, like you said, there's no strategy involved because it's not a strategy game. It's like the strategy of, the mousetrap. It's just not there. In the end, x is one of those things where you heard about it, you think it could be a great idea, but when you actually try it, you realize it sucks. Kind of like the movie You Got Served. I don't know if anybody I know ever thought, this sounds like a great movie, You Got Served. So, yeah, I that probably, again, movie's probably older than you, son. Anyway, uh, Weston Shelton, I'm sorry, but you're wrong on everything. <laughs> Absolutely, totally wrong. Total. Let's move on to our next review. Like I said, this is a surprise. This is a slightly better, not very good uh, rating-wise, but I think you know where we're going with this. The best thing in this game is that you can kill all the humans at an earthquake and they still love you since you are God. An Act Razor review by Xylo the Wolf. We need to get him a theme song. I'll work on it. During the 16 bit era, there were a lot of action games with platform elements in it. Yes. You had one weapon that you could attack all the enemies with. Some died after one hit while others took more than one hit to kill. Yes. The enemies also tried to attack you, and the only two ways to avoid getting hit was either kill the enemies or jump away from them. It's like he has captured the essence of a platformer. Two of the most known games on the genre on the Super Nintendo is Super Castlevania IV, which is what I was saying last time, and Mega Man X. But there are a lot of others. One of them is Quintet's first game, Actraiser, a game that added a little twist to make it a bit different from all the other action games on the Super Nintendo. The game takes place in many years after a big battle between good and evil, with the main character being the Master, or God, but the English release took away all the religious references in this game, being the fighter for good while the Tanzra, the evil one, or you can just call him Satan, fight for evil. The Master became wounded in this battle and had to escape to a sky castle for a long sleep to recover. And during all this time, Tanzra's six underlings each took control to spread chaos in one of the six cities in the world. Finally, the master have recovered enough to once again fight the evil and save the world from the evil Tandra. With his help, he got a little angel boy who will help him to make the humans fight all the evil monsters and build up their towns once again, and also make them praise you as you are the master. In other words, the goal of the game is not only just to defeat all the evil in the world, but also show the people living in the world that you are their god and they must praise you or else you won't save them. There are two different parts in this game. The first is like your typical action game on the Super Nintendo. The master carries a sword that he can fight with and kills most of the enemies in just one hit. Except from duck and then attack with the sword or attacking while he's jumping, there aren't any moves, uh, other moves the master can do with the sword. Later in the game, he will learn how to use magic, which kills almost everything it touches, but it also costs magic points to use. One each stage, there are a few candlesticks that you can break in order to either just get some extra score, which is totally pointless in the game, but some can either give you more MP or recover lost health for you. There are also a few 1-ups to pick up. If an enemy takes away all your health, or you fall into a trap that kills you right away, you lose one life and have to start over from one of the checkpoints on the stage. You don't get your lost MP back when you die. When you run out of 1-ups, you have to start from the beginning of the stage. At the end of each stage, there is a boss fight, and thankfully you get to see how much health each boss got. For most most of the boss fights, you have to figure out what kind of strategy you have to do in order to win this battle. Sometimes you have to wait for the boss to make an opening while you just have to kill the boss before he kills you. Of course, once you've found some spells, you only have to spam a magic attack before he dies. When the boss dies, the stage is over, and if this was the first stage of the two stage in the country, then the next part of the game starts. When you've beat the first stage of a country, your job is now to, with the help of your little angel companion, to rebuild the city and make the humans happy that they treat you like how a god should be treated. The overmap of each country is also full of monsters that will do anything they can to destroy your city, so you have to kill them all with his little bow. In order to stop the monsters from coming back, you have to lead your people to the monsters lair and let them do the dirty work to make sure that the monsters doesn't come back. In some areas, there are either snow, desert, trees, or anything else that makes it impossible for citizens to build houses on. So it's up to you, the master, to perform different miracles to help them. These miracles is actually that you control the weather and can make it either rain, thunder, really sunny, or windy in certain areas to clear the way for the villagers. You can even create earthquakes that destroys all the buildings in the country, but it might also unite islands. Sometimes the villagers gives you an offering, which is usually good items that will help you when you try to rebuild other countries. But it's also in this mode where you find all the spells and increase your MP. When you've made a city big enough, you will gain a level, which gives you one more health point, which means that you can take one more hit from the enemies. When you've sealed all the monsters' lairs in each country, the villagers will tell you where one of Tonsra's six underlings is hiding, and then a new action stage starts. When this stage is over, you've cleared one country and go on to another one. Even if ActRaiser is unique in its god simulator type, the game is far from perfect. The control in the action stages is really dull, and it gets quickly boring to swing your sword all the time to kill the enemies. The master is also really hard to control while jumping, which makes the game difficult in the wrong way at some times in the game. Aside from that, the game is just a bit too easy, and you quickly beat the game since you could just spam magic attacks on the bosses. The only real challenge of the action type game is when you are the final boss, but even that shouldn't take many tries to beat. The city rebuilding part of the game where you control the little angel on the other hand is fun at first, but it quickly gets boring, and I think this is also impossible to not finish. It's ridiculous easy to get rid of all the monsters or figure out what to do, you just have to have patience. What was supposed to make this game more than a regular action game just feels like a boring commercial between the action stages instead. When you beat the game, you unlock the original difficulty that the Japanese version had, but this is only for the action stages and you never have the chance to learn any magic, which just turns the game into your average action game. Of course, this is just my opinion, and I think that ActRaiser is still a game that deserves a try. Who knows? Maybe you will like it more than me. Reviewer score 3. Fair. Originally posted July 15, 2009. Thanks, Zylo. I appreciate Zylo actually talking a little more in detail about the simulation sections and calling it a simulation section. The amount of your level is dependent upon the population of the world. So it's important to make your citizens happy, healthy, and safe. And as you do that, they will have more children. Your population will increase. And as your population increases, more people will believe in you. And thus, you get more levels. Good stuff. Now, I don't know what he's talking about. You don't get any magic in the Japanese version. I think that might be a thing that was changed for the American hard mode. Because I've played a translated Japanese version, and there's magic in that. I don't know. If you want to see it, it's over at the website. Let's read some news. Let's read some news. A little dry mouth going on. Let's read some news anyway. Our lead story, The Square Wheel of Justice. In February, New York's highest court finally said enough to the seemingly endless delays on a multi-million dollar judgment for negligence that occurred 23 years ago. Linda Nash had sued, among others, the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey for injuries she suffered when trapped in an underground parking garage during the World Trade Center terrorist attack. Not the one in 2001, but the bombing eight years before that, which killed six and wounded more than 1,000 people. Nash was 49 that day and 72 now, and after winning a $5.4 million jury verdict in 2005, endured 10 more years of appeals. In its final unsuccessful motion in the case, the Port Authority said it had spotted a technicality and that Nash should start over. Great job, Port Authority. The continuing crisis, ladies and gentlemen, nostalgia gone too far. Welcome to the internet. That's all. No, I'm kidding. The story goes as follows. Retired engineer Harry Littlewood, 68, watching workers tear down outdated public housing in Stockport, England, recently rushed over to ask the local Stockport Council about recovering a souvenir since the teardowns included his residence growing up. The council agreed and Littlewood was awarded the toilet he had used as a boy. I never thought I'd see it again, he mused. He said he would probably turn it into a planter. Our latest religious messages I mean, other than that one, really Evangelicals applaud sexual predator. Great job, folks. Hey, guess what? Jacksonville, Florida Great job, Florida. City Council was addressing a proposed amendment to its Human Rights Ordinance, one that would specifically protect gay lesbians, bisexuals, and transgenders, in January when Roy Bay, 56, stood during the comment period and insisted that those kinds of lifestyle protections are what led him on a 20-year history of molesting one little boy after another. Gasps in the audience turned into cheers, however, when he reported that he had abandoned his bad self after becoming a, quote, born-again child of God, and realizing that it was not, quote, acceptable to assault kids even though he was raised in such an environment himself. Conveniently, the crimes are not prosecutable because of the statute of limitations. Fact checkers, including floridapolitics.com, are still investigating Bay's claims. You know, there's two things going on in that story, and both of them make me physically ill. Local governments in Taiwan's Southwest Coast National Scenic Area in Chiayi Province recently put the finishing touches on a 55-foot-high church in the form of a shoe made from more than 300 glass panels and costing the equivalent of about $680,000. According to a BBC News dispatch, no religious services will be held there, held there Excuse me. rather the church will be a destination for weddings and feature other events tailored for glass-slipper-obsessed females and prosecutors in Spain finally filed charges this year against three women in May 2014 for a May 2014 protest excuse me that was apparently aimed at religious intolerance of homosexuality and are asking that the crime uh, the charges against the them be labeled anti-catholic hate crimes one judge particularly noted the anti-Catholic props, rosary beads, prayer lace, canonical hoods, and a six-foot-high plastic vulva constructed to resemble the well-known representation of the Virgin Mary. In January, judges called police to court to help identify the women in the videos of the protest. Catholic hate. I wonder if it's like the people in Florida, it's like, you know, you believe what you want to believe, but I don't believe in your hate. And then they say, why are you hatin'? Why are you hating? You can't hate. I'm a Christian. I'm an evangelical. Only I'm allowed to hate. Westboro Baptist, 2016. Unclear on the concept. Progressive's anxiety disorder. Several students at the Ivy League's Brown University complain, quoted in a February story in the student newspaper, that classroom work, ostensibly what Brown charges $50,000 a year in tuition for, was increasingly a burden, distracting them from their more important calling, organizing and protesting against various injustices on campus. Students were underperforming academically and suffering health problems and anxiety issues because, said the students, Brown still expects them to complete course requirements even though they are busy denouncing racist columns in the student newspaper and challenging the weakness of Brown's diversity policies, among other targets. If, here's... I'm a progressive, and I actually take offense at the Washington Post calling these people progressives because, because this is not progressives. This is probably millennial hipstery kind of people who thought, you know, where can I go to make a difference? I know, I'll go to Brown and give them $50,000 a year, not do my homework, and then say it's the school's fault because they have a bad newspaper. If you paid money to go to a college to protest it, you are not going to fix anything. I just want you to know that. You are still giving the people you are protesting against lots and lots of money. Protest with your dollars. Don't go to Brown. But then I won't have a recognized degree. Well, I'm sorry. Screw you. You're doing it wrong. Bright ideas, ladies and gentlemen. According to a former spy for the Soviet Union, dictator Joseph Stalin so distrusted distrust, his communist China counterpart Mao Zedong during the 1940s that when Mao visited the USSR, Soviet engineers arranged to capture his bowel movements so that Stalin's scientists could examine them chemically to form a psychological profile. Spy Igor Otamaneco found evidence that other world leaders received similar treatment. Among the indicators, high levels of the amino acid tryptophan signaled the person who was calm and approachable, and like a potassium portented nervousness and insomnia. Meanwhile, in Williams Lake, British Columbia, the same thing happened. No, I'm kidding. It has the most violent crime per capita for its size, about 10,800 people, of any town in Canada. And in February, the city council unanimously unanimously, passed a dramatic action plan to inject high-risk criminals with GPS tracking devices. The program was immediately denounced by privacy advocates, but that challenge is almost beside the point since injectable GPS tracking does not even exist. Counselors likely confused implantable microchips, which contain data but do not track, with GPS transponders, which track but only via sightline contact with a satellite. The uselessness, ladies and gentlemen, of the Miranda warning. I don't know if you know the Miranda warning. It's one I get all the time when I go to the store and someone's like, oh God, Miranda's here. Always. That might be a lie. Might not be you don't know. Three young men charged so far in the February 17 murder in a South Carolina bowling alley made their first post-crime courtroom appearances memorable ones. According to a WIFF TV from Greenville, South Carolina report, Albert Taylor, 22 and labeled as the shooter by police, seemed indifferent to the charges but questioned the judge about courtroom cameras appearing preoccupied. As he was being ushered out, he turned to address the camera and barked, What's up, y'all? You can follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Snapchat. Lock him up. I don't care if he did it. Lock him up. That's that's grounds for uh, contempt. Lock him up. Alex Smith, 38, asked a sheriff's deputy in Limestone, Cali, Alabama, at 3 a.m. on February 19th for a courtesy ride to a nearby Walmart. And the deputy agreed. But following procedure, said he'd have to search Smith before letting him into the patrol car. And according to the subsequent arrest report, Smith, needing the ride, consented. The deputy then turned up a veritable drug supply store in Smith's pockets, his backpack and his duffel bags, drugs, like meth, marijuana and black tar heroin, two syringes, a drug cooking spoon, two marijuana pipes, a meth smoking pipe and a supply of baggies of the type frequently used for drugs. Smith was charged with drug possession and trafficking. Just a heads up, um, Donald Trump just won the Alabama primary, like, the other day. Them's your base right there, Donald. Perspective. Here's some perspective. Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen, who left the company early and, like Bill Gates, became known for his philanthropy, which has been directed toward conservation projects, including coral reef restorations, is the owner of a 300-foot yacht whose anchor in January accidentally crushed... 14,000 square feet, or about 80% of the Cayman Islands' precious West Bay Coral Reef. Harm to the island's ecosystem, world famous for its diversity, will not quickly be repaired, said officials. The MV Tatosh's business in the area was not reported, but Allen was not aboard. Cayman Islands is a popular Caribbean vacation and diving spot, and of course, tax haven. And oh, those aristocrats. Australian Neville Sharp brought his A-game to a pub in Darwin, suburb of Humpty-Doo, in February, and in a Guinness World Record attempt expelled a 110.6 decibel belch, which, if certified by Guinness Book officials, beats the old record of 109.9 by a gentleman in the UK. Sharp gives all credit to his sister for teaching him, as a child, proper belching techniques. We're doing a little science here. Science. 110 decibels is about the volume of a three... uh, Power saw. Power saw at three feet away. A snowmobile is about 100. Lawnmower is about 107. At 125, pain begins. A pretty Lab. Here's our classic from December 2011, When Tattoos Aren't Nearly Enough. In some primitive cultures, beauty and status are displayed by large holes in the earlobe from which to hang heavy ornaments or to insert jewels or tokens. And BBC News reported in November 2011 that an increasing number of counterculture Westerners are getting their lobes opened far beyond routine piercing, usually by gradually stretching, but sometimes with a hole-punching tool. The hardcore are gauge kings or queens, showing a commitment to the lifestyle by making a hole up to 10 millimeters or 3 8 of an inch wide. Cosmetic surgeons told BBC News that they're already preparing procedures for the inevitable wave of regretted decisions. Generally, we call those people high school kids, junior high kids, who are bucking the system, who are probably going to end up going to Brown University, giving them $50,000 a semester, a course to tell them that their newspaper sucks. folks there you go hope you enjoyed the episode for the week we will be back next week with another exciting episode as long as there's a xylo review to read and there might be you know and he's got a library i mean he could have a wing in the library of congress uh i i want to let you all know that, like I said, we're gonna be back next week. No big deal. Should be up and moving around like Saturday or Sunday. Surgery's Friday morning. Be up and moving around all weekend. Go back to work Monday. No big deal. Um I wanna take a brief moment and thank everybody for your well wishes and everything. I know I've done it before, but I I mean I really appreciate it. You guys are super super great. And it's it's nice to know that people are a little concerned. But for real, it's gonna be fine. I mean the worst that happens is I come out and I don't have any legs. But then I don't have to buy pants. How great, I mean, my wardrobe would be drastically reduced. I wouldn't, not only would I not need pants, I wouldn't need socks either. That is a way to save some cash, let me tell you. Think of all the nice shirts I could buy and a little, like, leather thing to scoot around the floor on. Anyway, it's going to be fine, don't worry. Uh, music from today's episode from Chrono Cross, which I will get working on the soundtrack as soon as we're caught up on all the others. I'm trying not to, like, overload soundtracks right now. Um, oh, by the way, we are doing some changing to the Low Bias Gaming YouTube page and to um our, well, at least my personal page. Uh, we're kind of coordinating everything off, coordinating, not coordinating, kind of just boxing things up a bit and sorting them out. So on, on my page you're going to find all of the Let's Plays that I've done here at the website. Um, unfortunately, Google GoogleTube, in their vast wisdom, will only allow you so many sections on your page, so we can't split everything up super, super fine. Um, and also you can only put so many things into each section, which means for my stuff, I'm probably on my page, I'm probably going to have to do separate by letters, so like A to L and M to Z if that's even going to be possible. I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm just sharing the playlist of both places to make it a little easier to find. I don't know. Uh, and over at the Low Bias Gaming page, we're going to have like a Jade section and a Scarlet section and a Ragnet section. Since I can't get all of my playlists into a section, I'm probably just going to do like my most current five or six. or my most popular I don't know we'll see if you have some suggestions though call in email message at the forums whatever just let me know and if it's a viable option we will absolutely take it into consideration and then most probably do it anyway especially if it's a better idea than ours so thank you everybody again and again and I will see you next time